When I started down this path 25 years ago to learn more about leadership, I learned that if I could get just a little bit better every day, that it could really help the people around me get a whole lot better every day. So instead of continuing to listen to public opinion of our great American colleges deteriorate, instead of just watching news of campuses shuddering around us in disbelief, Instead of resigning to raise my children in a culture that increasingly worships at the altar of celebrity over intellectualism, this is me doing my small part in helping right the ship and reminding you, the campus leader, that every day you shape the future of this nation either through your inaction or extraordinarily by design. And the same reason you were first called to work on a college campus remains the reason you continue to possess the awesome opportunity, the ability, the duty to help ensure American higher education continues to play the pivotal role of advancing us all forward. I am committing to you to waking up every day and meeting you here, to being your companion on this journey, to be the leaders our campuses require of us, to return to mission, to living outstandingly gratifying, fulfilling, abundant days where you know you didn't just trade eight hours for nothing but something you did, something you said, someone you helped made a real impact. My intention with this podcast is to provide you a daily dose of inspiration and practical steps to realizing your fullest potential as a campus leader, to accelerating your career, to enriching us all by unleashing your best self. We're going to take this in 90-day sprints, the perfect amount of time for setting personal and professional goals, for achieving meaningful, observable change in your life and the positive ripple effect it will have on the lives of those around you. And in that time, I'll keep our daily talks really short, really digestible. This way, you never have to miss it. I'll keep things really consistent and really direct because your time is too important for anything else. I get that. And I will lead you every day beyond mere concepts and leave you with real application. Little by little, month by month, we're going to get way, way better at this. And we're going to make a bigger difference because when the leader gets better, everyone gets better. Our campuses will be better. I can lead you on that journey. I can walk with you. I've learned a lot about leadership over the course of my career, and I'm still learning more every day. 
So let's learn together. Let's walk together. I am Creighton Dent. Welcome to the Campus Leader Podcast. Extraordinary colleges don't happen by accident. They are designed that way. Students do not stumble into an extraordinary experience that transforms their way of thinking, an action causing a reaction that propels that student on an exciting new path or commits them rightly to the path they're on. And while, yes, it may be unknown to the student how it is they arrived at the formative precipice, these college experiences transpire thanks to the great conspiracy of design by extraordinary leaders from across the academy and the co-curricular. Execution of such design requires extraordinary teamwork, which again does not happen by accident. Extraordinary leaders must design the environment, the operational standards, and the values that yield a team of greatness. And a team of greatness is rarely the result of one single standout leader doing the heavy lifting, but rather the collaboration of established leaders working with ambitious, creative, intelligent, purpose-driven, rising leaders, coaching each other, pushing each other, methodically relying on the unique strengths of the individual contributors while leveraging the power of others to surpass the shortcomings that stand between us, our goals, and our designs for success. None of this happens by accident, so we must not live that way. Living day by day, happy with accidental achievements, taking the limited credit that gets lauded our way when, in fact, we know all we really did was show up. And then there's the hoping, hoping things go our way while being satisfied enough when nothing detrimental transpires, trudging through our afternoons on bated breath, continuously glancing at the clock, hoping five rolls around before another problem does. Relieved. That's one day down, one day closer to the weekend. That, my friends, is the playbook for mediocrity. That is a life for the mundane. That is how we fail our colleges and fail ourselves. We do it quietly. You were made for more than that. You deserve more than that. Our campuses deserve more. And if we are to expect the extraordinary from our colleges, then we must contribute by becoming the leaders that build great teams. We must be on the great teams that design extraordinary experiences. But before we can learn to lead a team by extraordinary design, we must learn to live by extraordinary design. 
we must learn to lead ourselves, to design the life we want and live a life worth following. We've all heard it said that one must lead by example. That example cannot be built within a bubble. It isn't a mask we put on when we enter our office and leave on the desk at the end of the day. It isn't an illusion we can cultivate on campus while privately ignoring our personal relationships or our health or fitness or finances. No, no matter how organized, how put together, or how competent you try to appear to others on campus, if your life off campus is one of chaos, if your priorities are out of whack, if you're living on autopilot, it will be seen. You can't hide that. And if you're my leader, I'm not just listening to what you say, but I'm watching how you live and lead. Is this someone worth following? You know this because you do this too with the people that lead you. This is where our journey starts with you, you learning to lead you. Arguably the hardest person to lead. How do you lead yourself? We're going to explore that idea over the next couple of weeks. Today, we start with self, how we see ourself, how we carry ourself. Together, we're going to develop to nurture our identity as a leader. And whether this is the first time you're engaging with this subject or you're a seasoned leader on campus, the practice of engaging with your identity as a leader requires daily focus. We must practice habits and strategies that don't let you forget who you are, how you should act, why you should be. If you're my leader, if you're someone I'm choosing to follow, then I can tell you, you're living your life with discipline, intentionality, integrity, and purpose. And then what happens? My respect for you grows. My trust for you deepens. And my willingness to follow you expands exponentially. But the opposite is true as well, right? If you live without discipline, without intentionality, without integrity, and without purpose, my respect for you diminishes. My trust for you weakens. And I honestly do not want to follow someone I do not trust or respect. You know this is true. You've worked for all different types of leaders. And you will work for a paycheck, but you will give your heart to a mission you love and a leader you respect. So, when you lead others, remember they're watching you. They're watching you closely because your potential to lead others is a direct result of how you lead yourself. Leadership is not a title or position. It is a mindset. 
and I want you to embrace it as a part of your identity. Leadership is not just something that you do. A leader is who you are. Let me say that again. Leadership is not just something that you do. A leader is who you are. I want you to hear it, feel it, believe it, internalize it. You are a leader and your leadership matters today. Not when you get that next promotion. It matters today. It matters more than you can even imagine. Because when you see yourself as a leader, it changes your posture. It changes your confidence. It changes how you interact. When you see yourself as a leader, you stand taller, you think higher, and you care so much deeper. Let's unpack that. Standing taller. When you see yourself as a leader, you feel a deep and genuine sense of responsibility. You feel ownership over what it is you're leading. You're not waiting on someone to rescue you. You understand the buck stops with you and you're responsible for some outcomes. You should feel the blessing of that and you should feel the weight of that. So what do you do? You own the responsibility. You stand taller. It's not that you're better than someone else, but you have responsibility and you take it seriously. You also think higher. When most people are thinking about today, this morning, this afternoon, you're thinking much beyond that. You're thinking about the whole week. You're thinking about the whole month. You're thinking about the quarter. You may be projecting things from two years from now. You have a different mindset. You have an elevated view because you're a leader. You tend to think higher than other people. And finally, you just care deeper. In other words, you know when you're off work, your mind doesn't just turn off easily. You're thinking about things that other people don't think about. For you, because you care in a deeper way, this isn't just a job. It's your passion. It's your calling. And all of this starts with identity. You are a leader. And the sad thing is, even though you found your way to this podcast, some of you do not yet see yourself as a leader just yet. And for those of you who would say, yes, I know I'm a leader, you still have moments where you take your nature to lead for granted. During your toughest, lowest, most stressful moments, moments when you forget to stand taller, think higher, care deeper. So this might sound cheesy, but this is your assignment for today. I encourage you to write this down. I am a leader. You might write it on your bathroom mirror with a dry erase marker so it's the first thing you see in the morning. You might write it on a post-it note and keep it in your planner or somewhere near your desk, some place where you'll see it every day between calls, between meetings, 
or you might record a message on your phone and schedule it as a reminder to go off every afternoon and you tell yourself, I am a leader. Leadership is not something I do. It is who I am. I am a leader. I have been chosen for this moment to do something that matters. It's an identity. I want you to feel it. I want you to believe it, that your leadership matters today. This is so important. Write it down right now so you can remind yourself when you're walking into a difficult conversation with someone, when you're faced with an incredibly challenging task and deceitful doubts, lies start to invade your head. The next moment you're presented with a break in your schedule and you can decide to scroll mindlessly on your phone or to start solving for a problem no one else even sees coming yet, but you do because you're a leader. Go read that note to yourself. I am a leader. Then go stand taller, think higher, care deeper. This is the first step in developing your self-leadership. That's a wrap for day one of what should be an important persisting series I hope you come to find invaluable. You can listen on Apple, on Amazon, on Google, on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio and Pandora. We're everywhere people listen to podcasts. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and join me every weekday because I'll be here for you on the Campus Leader Podcast. Bye now.